Disclaimer. This episode of Undercooked Analysis contains an SCP entry with particularly disturbing implications. If you are sensitive to subject matter alluding to rape, we advise skipping the SCP-231 reading. Skip to 1 hour, 27 minutes to bypass the entry, when you reach it. Otherwise, access is granted. Welcome to the Foundation. Okay, how the fuck did we manage to get in the front door of the foundation? Like, guys, what was that just now? Uh, Dude, I don't even know anymore. They asked me for identification. I showed them a subway club card. It it even had a few punches in it. Hmm. You know, I I just pulled down my pants and showed that I'm circumcised, and that was enough for them. Okay, they didn't ask me for anything. I just basically stood behind Alan. I think he must think I'm like his like escort or something. <laughs> his his male escort. Well, maybe. Either way, uh, we gotta infiltrate the. I thought I heard something weird for a second there, but these halls are like weird and empty. So like, who knows? Things echo. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, the, the fuck? Is that a bird? Uh, Is that a plane? No, it's a bird. Yeah, it's a... It, I know that yeah, it's bird. A, it's a kind of bird. Kayla, what... Kayla, what are you doing here? I am uh, bringing in my own SCP uh, uh, item, if you would say. You, well, you, she's you, not, work she's... For, you work for the Foundation? Shh, you're not supposed to know that. Well, it's kind of obvious now that, oh, and what, oh, my goodness, what is this? This is Gracie. Hi, hon. That's your SCP? Yes, it is my SCP. Please tell me that's safe, class. Uh, maybe. Oh, she's on It's not house trained. (laughs) It's not house trained. Okay, then she's at least Euclid, then. Yes. Okay, so. More like Pooclid. She's a. (laughs) She's a she's a she's a fluffy Maltese poodle mix who uh, is hypoallergenic and uh, makes the cutest snorting noise. So is the is the is her supernatural quality the fact that she's part pig? Yes. Okay, that explains the snout. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she could. Well, if it wasn't yes. obvious to our listeners, somehow again. We managed to get back into the foundation, so I think uh, this is as good a time as any to start looking at some specific SCPs that uh, we like and maybe our uh, listeners want to hear. You know, like you you hear about SCP Foundation and you think, oh, it's this Orwellian organization that conspires to secure, contain, and protect, right? And it, it sounds all dark and grim. They have free Red Bull in, in the <laughs> lobby, what if you in don't like, like the 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 break room, they have free Red Bull. That's crazy. You should see the free stuff that the Foundation members get. How do you, you know, know that what? the How do you know that the the Foundation that's not an SCP that you're getting the Red Bull from though? Because like hmm. when I used it, it spat out like Imperial root beer in a bottle. 
you might be using the wrong one because I found one and it's it's just a refrigerator and you open it up and inside there is a uh, can of Red Bull in, in there that says, uh, this is Keith's Do Not Drink. And uh, so they just have free Red Bull here. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know. All right, uh, Keith. Codename Keith. Definitely not Nate. Um, I think... I think we're good to maybe uh, look at one of the more um, infamous SCPs. Uh, I mean, if we got enough, if Alan's card was enough clearance, I think we're okay to go anywhere. No joke. I went back to that desk and showed him a Panera gift card. Uh, They gave me (laughs) $5,000. That's nuts. (laughs) Um, it's like you know, you, you know, I still have the gift card to Applebee's. I wonder what that that will give me. Show them the Applebee's card. We're pushing our luck as it is. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel like I want to be careful trying that again. <laughs> <laughs> if different cards just get random things, one of these is going to get me shot in the face. I just know it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's an SCP in one itself. It's a Panera <laughs> gift card, and if you show it to somebody, you get. <laughs> You get $5,000. Anyone you go to is compelled to. I think the SCP is just the guy behind the desk I'm showing these cards to, actually. You just get a random thing every time you show him one of these cards, show him a different card. But he gives you a random thing in return, right? Like, depending on what card you... It's like, um, oh my god, you know what it is? It's like um, Monster Rancher, where... No matter, depending on what you you put into the disc system, it gives you a random monster. So this is the case. You show this guy a random card, and depending on the card, it gives you a specific effect. So if yep. you show him, so we'll have to try that on the way back out, but only on the way back out because the consequences could be deadly. Kayla, keep that Applebee's card handy. I will. Okay. This. This kind of reminds me of, um, I'm totally stealing this bit by describing it, but there's an episode, there's a bit on, um, why does kids, you know, where they go to a strip club and the stripper will do like different things for different amounts of money. So I remember that one. (laughs) So like what normal strippers do? No, no, no. Like every monetary value that you could ascribe to her will let you, will let her do a specific thing. Like if you give her, uh, $325.32, she'll burp the alphabet backwards. <laughs> so it's all just kinds of like random shit like that. So she, in upon herself, is her own SCP foundation of slutty, bizarre behavior. Could you imagine, like, she's just in this room smoking a cigarette and just be like, hey, baby, how much would you pay for this? There was there was one where it's like what what about um and it's like all four of the guys are just like oh what about uh twenty dollars and five cents and it's like so, for twenty dollars no and five cents I'll suck your dick and the guys just like oh well that's where that one was um no shit I just googled that sketch it's called weird the stripper yeah yeah oh so for a second found... I thought you were describing Felicia Hardy for your Black Cat movie I just found uh. Uh, a wiki page that lists all the things she did. She says she will do. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Seventy-five. And the one I remember the most is if you give her seventy-five cents, she'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's like, what? I will eat the 75 cents. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I suggested SCP-682. That seems really dangerous. Oh, it's Keter yeah. class. Yeah. Um, Item number yeah. SCP-682, object Keter class. Special containment procedures, SCP-682 must be destroyed as soon as possible. At this time, no means available to SCP teams are capable of destroying SCP-682. Only able to cause massive physical damage, SCP-682 should be contained within a 5 meter x 5 meter x 5 meter I did that wrong. 5 <laughs> kilometer x 5 kilometer x 5 <laughs> kilometer chamber with a 25 kilocentimeter reinforced acid yeah. resistance steel plate lining all surfaces. The contained chamber should be filled with hydraulic acid until SCP-682 is submerged and incapable and incapacitated. Any attempts of SCP-682 to move, speak, or breach containment should be reacted too quickly with full force as called for by the circumstances. And then next to it, we get someone want to describe what this image is. It looks like a tree bark, but it has crocodile teeth. <laughs> that's uh, not a that's not a bad description. It looks like uh, someone poured sludge over a large like uh, skull and rested it on like a pair of planks. But the sludge almost makes it look like it just it's just a crocodile skull with hippie hair. Yeah, it's like was... putting a it's like putting a wig on your dog. Sure, David. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't think of a more appropriate or relatable metaphor. <laughs> you're you're cuter than that thing, aren't you, sweetie? Yes, you're cuter, SCP. Why are you bringing that thing along? Because I love this thing. I love Greasy. I love this. Well, put a wig on it so we'll know if David's selling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> if you like it, then you should have put a wig on it. That sounds like a weird southern idiom from a different country. It's like, well, you can't put a wig on a dog. Well, if you put a wig on a dog, it looks like that uh, that one com- uh, chimera from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. No! Breaks your heart. No. Shh. Oh, Shh. man, the, the memes of that are just the goddamn best. Edward. <laughs> no. Damn es- you. Especially the Dragon Ball Z fusion shirt of it. Oh, yeah. That one's good. Okay, so we know the containment procedures. Uh, who are we doing this? Are we still doing this paragraph by paragraph, or are we doing this by? Yeah, I guess we will. Uh, personnel are forbidden to speak to SCP-682 for fear of provoking a rage state. All unauthorized personnel attempting to communicate with SCP-682 will be restrained and removed by force. You won't like me when I get into my rage state. <laughs> <laughs> Due to its frequent attempts at containment breach, difficulty of containment and incapacitation. Yep. Yep. Difficulty of containment and incapacitation, and high threat of Foundation exposure, SCP-682 is to be contained in sight. Redacted. The Foundation will use the best of its resources to maintain all land within 50 kilometers clear of human development. Damn. 
Any uh, any thoughts so far based on just the description of this thing? They're uh, very, really. Go ahead. Uh, very intriguing, and the way that it's being described matches the visuals extremely well. And it seems like a lot of the times the way that these things are ca- uh, conjured up is I have this weird, bizarre image that defies explanation. Let me try to explain it. And I think that this is doing a good job of explaining this inexplicable image. Just by the containment procedures alone? Yeah, so far. Okay. I mean, that image is compelling. This is probably something someone saw and then wrote the description. Now, uh, before we go too much further, I want to say I got a message recently, and this is what prompted me to consider going back to the Foundation a second time, and I appreciate that you guys came along and Alan brought all of those gift cards. I, I know it was a long drive, but I didn't think, but surprisingly, we didn't have to make that many stops. So uh, we didn't need to use all those gift cards. Um, but yeah, uh, a, a Dr. Shadow contacted me and said, just wanted to let you people know, even though the SCP Foundation may have started out as creepypasta, it has since evolved into something akin to speculative fiction. Horror isn't the main focus anymore. We got puffer kittens and vorholes now, bitch. Also... <laughs> Also, another thing to note, you should probably list the author's name next to the link in the article, licensing, creative commons, and all that. Okay, well, that's completely fair. My question is, where is the author credited on here? Yeah, uh, all of us obviously care very deeply about crediting the authors. We know a lot of people in the world of creepypasta don't give a shit about that, and we don't. we want to elevate the stories and critique in a way to bring the stories up we just don't know where the fuck these names are uh it, we i mean I'm, I'm i'm trying to look and i can't see where it is we will happily go back i will happily go back and fill in any descriptions with the proper credits uh when we find out where those are for the sake of this recording we're just gonna uh read them as they are but i promise that when i do when someone points me in the right direction i will make sure credit is given where credit is due because a lot of these ones were re- we, we read before with the last scp roundup and the ones we're reading tonight i want to make sure uh, due diligence is given mm-hmm. that's um, important to me which is why my voice went up an octave or two <laughs> yeah yeah and, yeah and in regards to the thing about horror i think that we all feel the same way is that we like to keep things uh, in the in the world of like a, a certain kind of subject matter broaden because if everything is horror all the time then nothing is horror mm-hmm. so we completely uh, agree that this is a cool idea of throwing these weird and sometimes even like happy little nuggets of information into the story because it it lends more credence when something is dangerous oh yes. And the idea is that the paranormal is not always... The paranormal and supernatural and preternatural, or whatever you want to call any of the things contained here, they're not always overtly evil or sinister or or even horrifying. There's some completely benign SCPs, and they're just strange. Um, I wanted to add something, because I know this article very well. Uh, I, I, know, I, I remember SCPs. SCP-682 from back in the day. Um, There is an addendum to this called the Termination Log that we're not going to read in this episode. But 
um, it may be something to come back to later. Yes, because it is very long. Yes. But what's um, interesting is it interacts. It's 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 a list of it interacting with other SCPs based on what I'm seeing here. Yeah. Um, essentially, like the orders at the beginning of this were like this thing is to be destroyed as soon as possible. So this is essentially, there's a termination log, and we're not going to read it here, but I highly recommend anyone who's interested read it, because it's essentially them testing out other deadly SCPs on SCP-682 to try and kill it. So this thing is so keter that the Foundation feels like they need to destroy it. Yeah. Like, we're, we're talking about, like, next-tier keter. For sure. Okay. Just want to establish that. So to, so to get rid of it, they need a Keter Beater. I'm surprised there hasn't been a Keter Beater developed yet. You, uh, Foundation folk, you could have that one on us for free. I'll let the Foundation know. Thank you, uh, Kayla. Uh, speaking of which, do you want to lead us into the description here, since you haven't had a chance to read yet? Sure. Description. SCP-682 is a large, vaguely reptile-like creature of unknown origin. It appears to be extremely intelligent and was observed to engage in complex communication with SCP-079 during their limited time of exposure. SCP-682 appears to have a hatred of all life, which has been expressed in several interviews during containment. See Addendum 682B. Uh, SCP-79, just taking a quick look, is, is described as an Exodus Sorcerer microcomputer built in 1978. So... We might well, that might be one to look into in the future, but uh, not now. Again, there's we're, we're we already have enough rabbit holes to go down as is. Mm-hmm. Um, SCP, <laughs> what's up? That that little chuckle after we mentioned going down rabbit holes. Uh, SCP six eight two has always been observed to have extremely high strength, speed, and reflexes. Though exact levels vary with uh, its form. SCP-682 is a physical body, grows and changes very quickly, growing and decreasing in size as it consumes and sheds material. SCP-682 gains energy from anything it's, it ingests, organic or in, or in, in mm, organic or inorganic. Digestion seems to be aided by a set of filtering gills inside of SCP-682's nostrils, which are able to remove usable matter from any liquid solution, enabling it to constantly regenerate from the acid it is contained in. SCP-682's regenerative capabilities and resilience are staggering, and SCP-682 has been seen moving and speaking with its body um, 87% destroyed or rotted. Does anybody have the funny feeling someone thought of, you know, lizards, when their tails get cut off, grow back. How can we take this to the next fucking level? (laughs) Reptilicus! It's fucking Reptilicus. Reptilicus. If the movie would have gone deeper into it, we would have this. It would have actually been an SCP, like a little legitimate one. Straight up Reptilicus. What is the name of this SCP's? Like, what's the code name for this one outside of 682? I'm gonna take a quick look. 
Uh, hard to destroy reptile. Lazy. Cool. <laughs> no, I there there's a certain even in kind of the horror stories, there's a certain kind of humor to all of the SCP stuff that I've seen. Really. Oh yes. It's yeah. and so the the titles are very eye-catching in that they plainly tell you what the thing is as much as they can. <laughs> it's good. I think um, I, it helps because the title is what's going to draw you in. If it's just numbers, I mean, whatever. But you see, some, you see something called Hard to Destroy Reptile, you might be kind of intrigued, you know? Yeah, and again, it's kind of hard not to go on a tangent about this every time we talk about SCP stuff. But the format that the way that the SCP Foundation is laid out is really conducive to making it easy to write out the story in a good structure with a good pacing, you know, mm -hmm. kind of the way that it's told to you just automatically will give it a good pacing. Yes. It's it's very smart design. It's it's very smart design. That's why it's endured as long as it has, you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, who's up next? I believe it's me. Yes. Okay. Yes. In case of containment breach, SCP-682 is to be tracked and recaptured by all available mobile task forces, and no teams with fewer than seven members are cleared to engage it. To date, redacted, 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 which is the date, attempted breaches are, ha are have numbered at 17, with success while successful breaches have numbered at 6. See Addendum 682-D. So... I don't see an addendum 682A, but we're moving into addendum 682B. Yep. So who's going to be Dr. I, I, I would love for like a bleep or something. Dr. You know, bleep. You know, Kayla, you work here. I feel like you should be uh, Dr. Bleep. Cool. Who's going to be the SCP? I'll do it. Sweet. Should we read it, or should we just take the audio from that's yeah, right there have, on the right? Yeah, they have, if you click on that thing that's red but redacted, they have audio here. Oh, shit. Oh, seriously? seriously? Yeah. Why don't we just listen, why don't we just let uh, everybody listen to the transcript, since uh, Kayla was so kind to uh, acquire it from the arc. Are you going to get in trouble for any of this? Nah. It's, she brought donuts. <laughs> well, the dog I, she's I, holding I, does kind of look like a powdered donut, so okay. Actually, I pro there's a promise of pizza later, so... Dude, I didn't realize the foundation... That's it! The foundation is just susceptible to uh, bribes of food. Everybody is. Like normal food outside of whatever SCPs they're fed, like all the potatoes. They are sick of fucking potatoes. <laughs> Alan, you, you just like showed them the Panera gift card, and they gave you the $5,000 expecting you to give them the gift card. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're just like thinking oh man what an asshole he didn't give us the guard we paid five thousand dollars for that it was a 25 dollar gift card <laughs> uh uh we Straight up, i will go back and give it to them <laughs> uh, addendum 682b portion of recorded transcript of redacted but you can click on it begin log skip to zero zero h 21 minutes, 52 seconds. Uh, now, why did you kill those farmers? If you don't talk now, we'll remove you from this attempt and place you back into... 
Uh, speak up. Move the mic up closer. The microphone only has so much gain. Move it closer to it. Don't mess up, man. Look at it. Holy shit. Yeah. That was really good. It's pretty pretty well done. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 actually pretty creepy. I was surprised. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that adds a nice layer to it. Gotta feel bad for that D class personnel who had to get crunched and munched. Uh, well, while dwelling on that nightmare fuel, why don't we uh, move to the next addendum? Which I suppose sure. is just a bunch of. Maybe we shouldn't read all this, but it's just a bunch of people who died it, in action. Oh, it is the it list. Is. It, it is the list of the six breakouts that uh, this SCP has done, and everyone who has died during them. Oh, then we but probably don't need because most of the names are redacted anyway. Yeah. Okay. We can. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it just lists the six occurrences of um, and to the personnel that handled the these different situations with the breaches. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to addendum uh, 286E, termination <laughs> options. Yep. That is not a uh, that is not a palindrome though, Brandon. It's, it's fine. Every- Damn it, David. Sorry. You guys rag on me for shit. I'll rag on you for shit. That's how it goes. That's how the show goes. That's the way the news goes. <laughs> grass tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> the grass disgusting. Hey, David, is corn grass? Corn. I have no clue. Everyone, everyone, corn is grass. Moving on. <laughs> Do not call the wrath of Corbett. Who's next? I think it's Alan. Sure. <laughs> um, addendum 682E, termination options. Log of event 682E18. Doctor Redacted attempts to use SCP-409 on SCP-682. Giddy up, 409. <laughs> General, Redacted, General Redacted and Doctor Redacted observing. Uh, 409 is described as a large quartz crystal, approximately 1.5 feet tall. Any objects coming into contact with it begin to crystallize after three hours. Okay, short. That's the short version. Again, many of these are worth revisiting. Can't be asked to deal with it right now. Yep. There are literally thousands of SCPs in here, you guys. Oh, are you... Uh, I, I was going to do this first bit, and we can take it from here. Okay. Take it Exposure. away, SCP-682 began to tear at the point of contact, causing massive trauma to the area. SCP-682 requests several times to know what it has been exposed to. 0800. Crystallization begins, spreading much slower than normal. 
1,200 hours. SCP-682 shows signs of extreme pain and begins having seizures. 1,300 hours. Crystallization stops at 62% conversion. Crystallized area explodes, causing massive physical trauma to SCP-682. Um... 1,400 hours, SCP-682 recovers from exposure. Despite the loss of limbs and organs, SCP-682 begins regeneration, stating that we'll attempt to kill and consume all staff involved in event 682-E18. It cannot die! SCP-6882 appears to be immune, appears to now be immune to SCP-409. Use of other SCP items to terminate SCP-682 must now first be tested on samples of uh, SCP-682 before full-scale testing. Now, that's interesting, because this is... SCP-402 really is, like, the 402 cleaning solution. (laughs) Goddamn. Dude, yeah, 409. (laughs) I I really like the idea that... um, Anything you try to use, whatever doesn't kill 682 makes it does actually make it stronger. Um, make you stronger. Make that's strong. uh, oh fuck, Doomsday. Doomsday, you're right. Um, I hadn't thought. Of, I I was just watching some of the cutscenes from the first in- Injustice game today, and. Uh, and I remembered. I now remembered that detail. I thought you were going. I thought you were going to say I was watching competitive injustice today, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. That's really boring. <laughs> no, I did what I, all. What I did do today was first watch everything I could about Scarecrow, who, by the way, is voiced by fucking Robert England in this game, in Injustice Two. So that's pretty rad. Although Dino uh, Dino Andrade is still my favorite uh, scarecrow, shouts out to Dino. Uh, and um, but then I w- decided to go back and watch the the in-game cutscenes for uh, Gods Among Us, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, Doomsday's in this. So that's this is interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I remember that correctly. Sorry. Uh, Doomsday's thing is essentially that. Uh, once it dies, it comes back to life, resistant to the thing that killed it. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. So basically, 682 is Doomsday. Pretty much. Yep. Except it can't even die in the first place. Like, it just... It becomes mostly immune to whatever kills it. Tor tries to kill it. Yep. Mm, yep. Who's next? Uh, W, sir, I think. Yes. Oh, in accordance with the doctor's blank recommendation, see document uh, 27B6, uh, Dr. Blank and Dr. Blank have requested permission to attempt the termination of SCP-286 using SCP-289. The request is currently pending approval from the blank. It's 682 and 689. It's fine. <laughs> it's Look, we don't need to point out anymore that Brandon can't read. It's... How many episodes have we gone over this? Like, I've not been diagnosed with dyslexia, but we have 
extensive documentation. <laughs> can, can we, like, someone's like, what makes you think you're dyslexic? Well, I have uh, recordings upon recordings that shows how dyslexic I am. You, under, you understand I don't even catch on to the fact that I'm doing it. Right. Which should tell you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, Let's I'm, finish I'm, out this story. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm on I'm on watch, and all I've read 689 before. 689 is like this creepy uh, jade statue or soapstone statue that, when it's not observed, it disappears, and the last person who observed it dies instantly. Yep. So they want to try and use it on um, uh, 682. Uh it has been suggested by Dr. Gears, wait, that's not redacted, uh, to use SCP-182 in an attempt to communicate with SCP-682. SCP-182 has expressed reluctance and refuses to enter the containment center of SCP-682, if at all possible. Someone's <sighs> going to get fired. What? Someone's going to get fired because they didn't redact that name. Right. Can you? How does the redacting work? Do you, do you like get educated on redact on proper redactation when you become a an employee of the foundation higher than D class? Oh no, our interns do all the redaction for us. But do the interns go through a, a redactation orientation? Yep. Okay. It's a, it it also involves some other weird processes, kind of similar to hazing, but that's just normal orientation for any work, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, uh, 682 is like a... I feel like SC, 682 is now this planet of a SCP with other smaller SCPs just kind of orbiting it. Just, just what this article makes me think of. And it doesn't stop yeah. there because they've tried to use other SCPs to kill it. And, there's a, and that's what Alan was talking about earlier, that there's a whole log of stuff. Um, it, is, it is a very interesting read. We are just so not doing it tonight. No. Um, but I do say, like, some people rag on 682 as being kind of a, of a uh, OP SCP. But, I mean... It's kind of, it's still kind of cool, I think. Well, it, when you're dealing with this kind of stuff, it's not really uh, that really isn't a factor in my mind. It's does it function as a story or not? Now, well, that being said, does this function as a story? I think so, but we should <laughs> move on to the next story. All right, I, yeah. Because we're kind of yeah. Who's dragging their feet? <laughs> Someone's dragging their feet. Not me. No, uh, Gracie's snorting. Oh. <laughs> we should we should pick up the pace a little bit, though. No, we totally should. Okay, so, uh, goodbye. I'm glad we didn't have to linger on 682, because that's dangerous. Uh, um, Alan, you got one for us? Uh, yes, I do! Woo! I don't know why I was so excited to say that. But, well, um... Maybe because you're hungry? I am. I am kind of hungry. I'm and extremely. I actually am extremely hungry, and I'm actually tempted to order a pizza right now. I uh, I admittedly just opened uh, a bunch of random SCPs and saw one whose picture was a bowl of soup, and said, "All right, we're doing this one." Sounds good. 
Uh, Kayla, I'd be all for you ordering a pizza, but only if it's on uh, company time because um, I don't know if I could. I don't know if the delivery out here is gonna like be a really expensive tip. Uh, let's talk about SCP three forty eight. Yep, SCP three forty eight. Object class, son of a bitch. Sorry, headphone issues. Object class, son of a bitch. Um. <laughs> Object class, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, object class. I will, I will read this. Special containment procedures. SCP-348 is to be kept in a standard locker at Site-19. <laughs> Personnel wishing to conduct tests involving SCP-348 are to obtain level 3 or higher authorization and present a detailed list of intended test subjects. Hmm. Okay, simple enough. It is safe. Uh, but is it secret? Uh, a little bit. Just a little bit. Can you use it to kill the Dark Lord? Description. Uh, SCP-348 is a white ceramic bowl patterned with light blue flowers measuring approximately 20 centimeters in diameter and 9 centimeters high. While no maker's marks are present, the Chinese characters from For Thinking of You... I am not going to speak that in Chinese. Zhang Xini. Fuck, he does it better than I do. Uh, you, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you say it right. You just have to say it confidently. Zhang Xini. Zhang Xini. Yeah, there. Yep, and, if it, and, if, and if someone who speaks Mandarin tells you that it's not right, you tell them that that's just your accent. Fuck. Are etched into the side of the bowl. Thanks for the advice, Brandon. I really appreciate it. I'm teaching you how to be full of shit. When in the presence of an individual afflicted with a minor ailment or injury, i.e. mild cough, runny nose, scrapes, SCP-348 will fill up with soup. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, While the ingredients present within the soup produced by SCP-348 very young subjects, individuals between the age of 4 and 18, have consistently stated that they enjoy the meal, sometimes stating that it reminds them of their parents' cooking. Subjects will finish the soup. Uh, subjects will finish the soup found in SCP-348 if allowed. But what if your parents are shitty at cooking? It's it's how they would imagine parents' cooking should taste, I would imagine. Oh, okay. This tastes like how my parents would make soup if they loved me. <laughs> this would taste how my like how my parents would make soup if they were alive. Said Bruce Ouch. Wayne. Children who eat from SCP three forty eight several times over often exp- express a feeling of contentment, stating that though they are eating by themselves, they do not feel lonely. Aww. How sweet, yet somewhat creepy. They don't say anything they don't say anything about the soup tasting sweet. Addendum SCP three forty eight one. SCP three forty eight was acquired shortly after rumors of a child living in redacted redacted. Apparently possessing remarkable recovery abilities came to the foundation's attention. Investigation revealed that the child in question originally discovered SCP-348 in the attic of their house and had come to rely on it after receiving insufficient attention from their parents. 
The child's parents, both full-time workers, refused to comment on their relationship with the child. That's fucking peed. Wow. Damn. Resulting testing involving children was carried out under the guise of surveys to gouge the success of a new food items offered at public schools. Addendum. What's that? Huh? Is that? What's that light in the sky? Hmm? Oh, we haven't seen that light in a while. No, I think we've seen that's it. That's the a... miss. That's the Mrs. Illiterate symbol. Da, what? Da. Did I read it? Did I read it wrong? Gouge. Gauge. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're one to talk, Mister Illiterate. Hey, when he gets the chance, he can take it. Wait a second. I just realized maybe I shouldn't be Mister Illiterate. Maybe I shouldn't be taking up that mantle. Maybe I should be Professor Dyslexia. <laughs> oh, God. You're not going to uh, at least have a master's before you can claim that title. You read, uh, you, they, you, you write all the, you, you uh, create all the gadgets that Mr. Illiterate uses, uh, but you have to write all of your uh, blueprints and instructions backwards. Mm hmm. Uh, and it doesn't matter, and, and, and Mr. Illiterate doesn't think you're incompetent because he can't read your instructions anyway. I'll need, I'll need a, um, a, a gun that is fitted for my right hand, and then he gets it, and it's fitted for his left hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, let's, let's have you read. Oh, okay. Uh, addendum, SCP-348-2. It has been noted that occasionally, after soup produced by SCP-348 has been consumed, a message will materialize on the inside of the bowl. Words produced on the inside of the bowl appear to be printed on the ceramic consistent with existing markings. The message that appears will be in the language most familiar to the drinker of the soup. After several hours, or when SCP-348 produces another meal, the words disappear. Hmm. Uh, that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So we move into a testing log. All right. Testing log, SCP-348-1323. Subject, eight-year-old female, afflicted with sore throat. Brief background, lives with and is on good terms with both parents. Notes. Subject took approximately 30 minutes to consume soup. Remarked later that sore throat seemed to have gone away. I want this SCP. Me too. Subject. 10-year-old male. Recently injured self ball biking. Minor bruising. Brief background. Lives with both parents. Often argues with both. Notes. Message appear. Don't forget to brush. <laughs> All right. Subject, 11-year-old male, afflicted with slight cold, brief background, lives with foster parents. Notes, message appeared, I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> That's kind of like unsettling and good at the same time. And I like that feeling of like, That's creepy and that's also good. Yeah, I like that. Um, is it me? Yes. yes. Okay, thank you. Um, subject. Subject. Nine-year-old female, afflicted with slight cold. Brief background. Lives with both parents, said to be prone to tantrums. Notes. 
Nothing of note occurred during or immediately after testing. Subject stated while she didn't particularly care for the soup after tasting it, she still wanted to eat it. Follow-up investigations revealed that the subject recovered from the cold faster than was expected. Hmm. It's not like I want to eat you, Baka Soup. <laughs> Such a soup sundare. <laughs> um, soup dare. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, subject. Six-year-old male. Recently injured self while playing with friends. Minor scrapes and scratches. Brief background, parents divorced, currently lives with mother. Notes, message appeared. I'm sorry, son. Subject, seven-year-old female, afflicted with cough. Brief background, lives with mother and grandmother, father deceased, traffic accident. Notes, message appeared. I love you. Aw. This is a really nice SCP. Yeah, I really like it. Addendum SCP-3. Four eight three. Testing has revealed that in the event that someone older than 18 years of age attempts to consume the soup created by SCP-348, the individual will find that they are less inclined to finish the meal. Some such individuals were more, will remark that something is missing. Most will simply state that the soup is nothing out of the ordinary. Further studies carried out with older subjects indicate that though messages will appear for individuals older than 18, the appearance of the messages is worn and faded. See testing log. Damn. Oh, this is... Hmm. Testing log, SCP-348-2635, redacted number. It was observed that though over 100 subjects were tested, fewer than five received messages from SCP-348. Oh, wow. Subject, 30-year-old female, afflicted with headache. Brief background, on poor terms with both parents, refused to accept father's offer for career training, currently lives alone. Notes, message appeared. Why? Subject, 35-year-old male, afflicted with cough. Brief background, parents divorce, visits father and stepmother once a month. Does not visit mother on her insistence message appeared it'll get better it get, it'll get it'll get better it'll get better it, it, it'll get better it will get better it will get better kids Ooh, child it'll get better get easier subject 40 year old female afflicted with sore throat brief background moved away and became estranged from both parents nevertheless sent money and took care of senior housing for both father recently passed away Notes. Subject noticed the soup tasted initially bitter, but was fulfilling at the end. Message appeared. Thank you. That's a bizarre one right there. Yeah. So doesn't doesn't talk to the parents, doesn't care about them, just gives them the money for the housing. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Subject. Ooh, we're in for a doozy. Um, 40-year-old male afflicted with minor backaches. Brief background. Murdered father approximately one year ago. Oh, shit. Notes. Subject tasted and then refused to consume soup, complaining about the taste. Subject later developed mild stomach pains. 
After the contents of SCP-348 were disposed of, SCP-348 immediately filled with what appeared to be salt water, which remained for three hours before disappearing. Whoa. Jeez. This is a much deeper SCP than I thought it was going to be from the get-go. Yeah. yeah. Dude, this is really kind of, good. This is this is pretty fucking good, actually. Yeah, kind of softballed the the actual like horror into it because you thought this wasn't going to have any um, kind of negative connotations to it, right? And even the negative connotations are just like they're just subtly like creepy enough. That it's just like whoa. Yeah, this is the soup. This is the soup bowl of street justice. Yeah. <laughs> 45-year-old male, afflicted with aches due to arthritis. Happily married, lives with wife and children. Visits father once a week with family. Mother deceased. Message appeared. I'm proud of you. Despite the extensive data gathered in testing, it is unknown whether the message that SCP-348 has manifested originated from the fathers of the subjects or SCP-348 itself. So I, I like to think that maybe it's just SCP-348 kind of knows what's going on in the person's life and then manifests what will be helpful or mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't like this person. I'm going to give them a weird bowl of salt water. Mm-hmm. I'm like, going to get married, oh. Brian, and you're only going to be allowed to have SCP-348 <laughs> filled up with a bowl of warm water. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's specifically from the father, it looks like. Subject saw a message on the bottom of the bowl that said, I'm going to marry your dad, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish this one out. All right, addendum, SCP-3484. Subject SCP-348 was once used in a test involving a 60-year-old man suffering from a terminal illness. The subject, a grandfather with multiple grandchildren, stated that the soup produced by SCP-348 was the best he'd ever tasted. Following the test, the subject reported feeling a sense of satisfaction and noted that the pain caused by the illness seemed to have faded. The subject passed away peacefully a week later. Hmm. And that was SCP-348. That was a lovely one. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was very good. I like that. I don't know. There's not much to say about. It. We kind of already discussed it in the middle, but I just—it's a—it's a very simple way to tell a story. But once you understand, this is what works so well about SCP, as you were saying, Brandon. It's that the um, you have a, a formula presented, and you have to, and it kind of streamlines the way you have to tell a story. But it works really well when you know how to use it correctly. <laughs> it's like it's like. Uh, I hate to bring this up, but it's like a, a good example in strange fiction of uh, like what uh, Ernest Hemingway like said you should do with the iceberg theory, you know? Right. Right. Now, I cannot tell if that snorting noise was, was you, Kayla, or, or your SCP. That's my SCP. Okay, is she right up near the mic? Um, well, I sat up a little bit, and then... Um... Started, or started scratching her back and rubbing her belly, and she just started snorting. Aww. Well, she is part pig. We'll have to figure out what her number is eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, what number are we moving on to now? Well, um, 
since we got in here, I figure it's only fair that we uh, we look into one that one of our patrons has suggested. So I grabbed a note here. Let me see if I can find it again. So this is from this is a note left to us from Jennifer S. Kelsey. She says, since you guys have started to do SCP stuff now, I figured I'd share my favorite. It's really well written, in my opinion, and does a really good job of never giving a, you a good straight answer, but subtly hinting at very horrible things. This is SCP-231. Okay. All right. Uh, luckily, we're pretty close to that since uh, most of our explorations have been in the uh, in the series one of SCPs, so they're all kind of in the same directory. <clears throat> but anyway, um, item number SCP. 231-7. See addendum regarding SCP-231-1 through SCP-231-6. Object class, Keter. And uh, the in- image has been removed. Hmm. Uh, site and... It doesn't... Uh, but before we do site... Uh, we go to the containment procedures. It says... Site and personnel requirements. Under special orders of O5 blank, uh, the following addendum is attached for the beginning to the beginning of the file for SCP 231 7. All personnel assigned to SCP 231 7 must rotate out for one month of psychological counseling after two months on site. SCP 231 7 is to be kept at an undisclosed location. All personnel assigned to SCP <laughs> assigned to SCP-231 will be transported there blindfolded from Site-19 by a route including no fewer than seven different forms of transportation, including, but not limited to, aircraft, automobile, underground tunnel, and redacted. Removal of the blindfold during the transport process is grounds for immediate termination. Holy shit. What the heck is this thing? Well, this seems pretty fucking metal. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Personnel assigned to SCP-2317 must undergo heavy psychological testing before being cleared to enter the site. Jeez. Individuals must score at least 72 points on the milgram obedience examination, be unmarried, have no offspring, and express nothing less than total loyalty to the Foundation. Normal psychological screening procedures against access to disorders are waived. So as long as, long as Class C personnel in question has the mental capacity to carry out Procedure 110, Montauk as needed. What the heck is this thing? This is really intri- really intriguing. Okay, you're going to need to put that SCP away, uh, Kayla. It's starting to freak me out. Why? Because clearly well, whatever, its growling has manifested was. into car engine noises. Oh no, that's just the cars outside. But we're not outside. No, you can hear cars outside from this foundation, sweetie. You're breaking kayfabe, dear. Personnel who yes, express dear, sympathy towards zero towards SCP three two three one dash seven's plight and or express a desire to rescue. Or sympathize towards SCP-231-7 will be transferred to another project without delay. 
any actual rescue attempts will be met with an immediate termination. Personnel who have served on the staff of SCP-231-7's containment team are not required are required are not required to divulge that information to others. No official record shall uh, shall be kept of the names of any of the staff assigned to SCP-231-7, nor will said service appear in the personnel files of said staff. Okay, so this thing actually can be sympathized with, which can lead to issues. Hmm. While on site, individuals assigned to SCP-231-7 will be assigned will be issued concealing helmets with integrated voice changers to protect their identity. On-site staff are not to remove said uniforms in the presence of other staff members. Off-duty hours are to be spent in private quarters alone. Okay, we, and we thought 682 had some intense containment procedures. Yeah, I feel like we're not getting the full the, the to the meat of the story yet. We, we got to keep pressing on. Do we go to the actual? Uh, special containment procedures. Right, but even so. Like, the fact that there's, like, sort of special and pers- site and personnel requirements on top of containment procedures is pretty intense. Six. Yeah. Class D personnel are to be assigned to SCP-231-7 each month for the purposes of carrying out Procedure 110 Montauk. Violent criminals are not to be used for this purpose due to the possibility of accidental fatality during the 110 Montauk process. Special containment procedures. Following repeated escape and suicide attempts, and based on the failure of containment for SCP-231-1-6, containment of SCP-231-7 has been amended to the following. SCP-231 is to be contained within a soundproof holding cell, adjacent to holding cells for six Class D personnel assigned for the purposes of Procedure 110 Montauk. Cameras will monitor every inch of the cell at all times. Wow. And must be manned 24 hours a day. Malfunctioning monitoring equipment will be replaced without delay by psychologically screened staff. Doors will be magnetically locked, openable only by positive action by the control and monitoring facility. This includes all doors linking the main holding cell to those of the sixth class D personnel. Jesus Christ. Hmm. SCP-231-7 is to be kept restrained to a hospital bed at all times, except for the purpose of Procedure 110 Montauk. Hydration will be provided through IV drip. Feeding will be carried out twice per day through feeding to... Um, through feeding tube by approved medical personnel who have not taken the Hippocratic Oath. Oh! Under, as if anyone takes the Hippocratic Oath seriously. No, Under no circumstances are narcotics, anesthetics, or other unapproved medications to be administered to SCP-231-7. Uh, procedure 110 Montauk is to be carried out at least once every 24 hours by Class D personnel. During Procedure 110 Montauk, at least one security clearance for slash 231 staff member must monitor the uh, the, must monitor the procedure by camera at all times, although the sound may be turned off if the vocalizations of SCP-231-7 become too distressing. 
Following the procedure, all D class pers- all class D personnel must return to their holding cells, or explosive collars will be detonated. What are we? What are we? Some just- kind of suicide squad. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to go? You should have stayed. Bad. Bad did Um, You guys are very positive on this story, and I'm not negative on it. I just don't know where this is going yet. I like the build-up. I hope it's building to something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm I'm positive on the build-up. I'm just kind of waiting to see where it goes. Yeah. Am I on data expunged? Yes. Data expunged per order of 05 redacted on redacted date. Information moved to eyes only document 231.110 Montauk. Access to 231.110 Montauk is limited to personnel with security clearance for slash 231. Description. SCP-2317 is a blank female. Of course, it's a dame. Between blank in blank years of age with data expunged. So we can assume this female is very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she is between one digit and two digits of age going by what was redacted. Mm-hmm. SCP-2311 through 7 were retrieved from blank blank following a police raid on a warehouse owned by an organization called the Children of the Scarlet King See article on blank, blank, blank in the blank, blank newspaper. Police raid satanic sex cult save seven. Shit. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so we got a satanic sex cult. (laughs) Good. Good? Yes, yes, good. Good. We're going to take that out of context. (laughs) (laughs) Rad. Watch it. Watch it. Someone's going to remix this to just be like, Best moments of undercooked analysis. Police raid satanic sex cult. Save seven. Good. Right. So we have a satanic sex cult. Fucking great. 24 hours after the rescue, SCP-2311, real name, blank blank, went into labor pains, giving birth three minutes later to SCP blank, blank blank, causing a blank event resulting in over blank confirmed casualties. Wow. Foundation personnel immediately took possession of remaining SCPs 2312 through 2317, based on notebooks recovered from the cold, instituted Procedure 110 Montauk to prevent future occurrences. Okay, that's a that's a that's a double digit SCP. Whatever was redacted. Yeah. yeah. So it gave birth to another SCP. Apparently. It seems like it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. So, addendum two three one dash a current status of SCP two three one units. Okay. Um, real quick, we should probably ask the question: When the fuck is Procedure one ten Montauk going to be explained here? That's what I'm wondering. Yep. Yeah, because it sounds awesome. That sounds that sounds awesome. I sounds hope it badass. Is awesome. Is there something we have to look up, or is Montauk only uh, used in this particular article? Well, there's a lot more. 
I believe it's only used in this article because I haven't. I tried googling it, and this is the only thing I could find. Okay. Huh. All right. So SCP. Uh, what? Oh, nothing. Oh, SCP two three one one deceased blank blank blank, uh, which is a date. Killed during initial recovery operations while giving birth to SCP double digit. Uh, see casualty report for event. 231 Alpha for more details. SCP 2312. Deceased, redacted date. Killed during attempt to remove fetus of second SCP double digit specimen, resulting in immediate uh, redacted event. See casualty report for event 231 Bravo for more details. Whoa, what? SCP-2313, deceased, did redacted date. Self-terminated following a prolonged period of distress caused by implementation of procedure 110 Montauk. Is 110 Montauk an abortion? It, it's possible. SCP, <laughs> redact, SCP redacted immediately underwent a redacted event. See casualty report for event 231 Charlie for more details. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's not what... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Jesus Christ, pause. That's certainly not what's coming out of that womb, I'll tell you that. Oh, God. You don't know it's not Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) It could be the Antichrist. It's It's Wario Jesus. Don't you tell me how to worship my own personal Jesus. Reach out and touch faith, dude. Yeah. I, I can't. I have a restraining order. Pick up the receiver. I'll make you a believer. <laughs> Go ahead, Kayla. SCP-2314, deceased, blank. Attempted to administer SCP-500. I looked it up. It's a red cup that has pills, and if you take a pill, uh, it cures diseases. Ooh. Yeah. Although successful in that all traces of SCP blank were expelled from the system, expelled remains immediately underwent a blank event causing numerous casualties, including SCP-231 for herself. See casualty, see casualty report for 231 Delta for more details. God. Oh, man. SCP-231-5 deceased uh, blank blank blank, which is the date. Botched application of procedure 110 Montauk resulted in SC. It's a it's an abortion. abortion. It's an abortion, guys. It's totally one. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't use the rubber. We had to, you know, get one of those. Uh, get the old 110 Montauk. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, SCP 231-5 giving birth to SCP double digit one hour later, which then underwent a blank event. See casualty report for event one two uh, one my god two three one echo and report of destruction of site two three one Elfith? Is that Alif? Is that Alpha misspelled? Or is that its own thing? It's, I think I it's, it's its own thing. Yeah, it's its own thing. Okay. For more details, recruitment profile of Class D personnel was revisited to minimize possibility of a second botched uh, procedure 110 Montauk. This explains the Hippocratic Oath bit. 
Kinda. Yeah, because doesn't doesn't isn't there something about not giving abortions in in that? Well, I, the first thing I could think of is above all else, do no harm or something like that. You know. I think I think that there's something where people say that that's part of the Hippocratic oath. Hmm. Admittedly, I don't know the Hippocratic oath that well. Uh, I know. Appa- apparently, it's more complex than that, and there's like a bunch of weird rules in the Hippocratic oath. Okay. Uh, SCP-231-6, deceased, redacted date, killed during escape attempt, aided by and abetted by agent, redacted, redacted, who had been exhibiting heightened stress levels due to prolonged exposure to SCP-231, obtained possession of SCP-redacted and attempted to use said weapon to rescue SCP-231-6 and SCP-231-7. Agent Redacted was killed in the resulting firefight, but a stray round resulted in the termination of SCP-231-6 as well. Fetus of SCP-231-6's SCP double-digit then underwent a redacted event. In the wake of this incident, O5-level personnel voted by unanimous decision to amend personnel policies. See Casualty Report for SCP for Event 231-Foxtrot for more details. Okay, we're piecing something. We're, we're starting to piece everything together now. Oh, are we? Well, I feel like a, a picture's starting to form, at least a little bit. Because so far we have... I, I still don't understand what we're even dealing with here. We're dealing with uh, ex- either explosive babies, <laughs> supernova babies, or antichrist babies that explode and supernova. I that are their the elder answer. god babies. I'm Jim Henson's Elder God Babies. What, what was that, Kayla? I'm going with Antichrist Baby. You better hang on to your Antichrist Baby. I keep hearing her snorting into the mic. It's funny, I'm actually pretty far from her, and she still keeps she's snoring, and it's like, oh. It's adorable. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, addendum 231B. Do you want me to finish up the last one so you can take the first part of the addendum? Oh, sure. SCP-231-7, as of redacted date, SCP-231-7 is successfully contained in site redacted. Go, Alan. Okay, addendum 231B, text of missive by O5-redacted. Dear friends, it has come to my attention that recently certain rumors have surfaced regarding SCP-231. Due to the drop in staff morale, I have decided to address some of the more prevalent points. Yes, Procedure 110 Montauk is as horrible as you've heard, which is why Class D personnel are authorized to carry it out. Yes, it does involve brutal redacted. Okay, it's not just an abortion, it's like a super abortion. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. No, assignment to SCP-231 is not intended to test your loyalty to the Foundation, your tendencies towards a blank, or anything else. No, SCP-231 is not a punishment detail. Yes, there are staff members who have been on SCP-231 have successfully transferred out by their own request. No, not everyone who's worked on SCP-231 is terminated upon leaving the project. 
Yes, staff members who have been assigned to SCP-231 are allowed to take a Class A amnesiac before leaving the project if so desired. Yes, false memories are then implanted. No, none of the supposed methods for recovering or detecting false memories work. Yes, there are some of you who have worked on SCP-231 and don't remember it. (laughs) That bad. the, the way that this whole letter is laid out is kind of condescending. Yes, we erased your memories, but you guys wanted it. No. <laughs> like, no, we did not uh, give, uh, we have not given up trying to save SCP-231-7, uh, but research in that field must be carried out with the utmost caution based on the increased potency of subsequent blank event associated with subsequent SCP double digits specimen, there is a strong possibility that SCP-231-7's blank event could result in a XK-class end-of-the-world scenario. This, This information corroborated in notebooks recovered from the cultist, see document, Seven Bride, Seven Seals, SCP-231, Adjunction B. Holy shit, that was hard to do in that voice, in that condescending voice. No no kidding. Yeah, um, Seven Seals, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. No, putting the poor girl out of her misery is not an option. Neither is drugging her. She has to be aware of what is going on for 110 Montauk to work. Okay, so maybe it's not an abortion? No, it is an abortion, but you just have to be like fully conscious of the abortion happening. But it seems like they have to keep administering 110 Montauk. Yeah, the, the, uh, I'm getting the under the idea that abortion... I have no idea, dude. Well, oh, do I. I'll say it. Is this rape? Like, do I don't, you think, I don't think so. Do you think maybe, okay, I'm going with the Antichrist thing. Do you think maybe she, every every day she's impregnated by, like, the devil or satanic thing, and they have to destroy it? I mean... Hey, you guys in the comments... Tell us what the fuck the story is trying to tell Please us. Because we're too stupid to understand it. Yeah. It might help if you look through all the double-digit SCPs and find one that's basically Antichrist baby or Supernova baby. No, I... Or Prom I'm Night almost, Dumpster baby. I'm almost certain this is rape. Oh, God. So many people have to take amnesiacs to, like, forget what they did. Uh, she has to be aware of what's going on for it to work. Um, the 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 people who do it have to be completely morally sound. They have to have a certain it does above a certain IQ. It does involve brutal redacted. Hmm. Um. Yes, procedure one ten Montauk is as horrible as you've heard. Oh God. Um. Wow. <laughs> this is heavy. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree that it's probably rape, but I am not 100% sold on it yet. We, it's it's kind of... Oh, man. Guys, I'm so glad I picked the SCP I did for tonight to bookend this, because, God, we need, an up, we need something uplifting after this. 
Oh, God. Okay, uh, Alan, uh, you want to finish up the letter? Yeah, we'll sure. try and get through this quickly. Yeah. One final note. The Foundation does many distasteful things. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. In the completion of our mission, but our mission is important enough that the price is one we must pay. Containment of SCP-231 is one of our most dangerous duties, not because of any direct danger to ourselves, like SCP-682, but because of the danger that our resolve will fail, that we will allow ourselves to either let down our guard due to sympathy for the suffering of it. Yep. Sympathy for the suffering of an innocent, or that we will allow ourselves to become, yep, to become monsters through the performance of monstrous acts. Just do your jobs and save the philosophizing for the shrink. Yep. Sincerely, 05-redacted. And in very, 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 very small text below it, don't believe it when they say they're trying to save her. Why would they bother? They've got exactly what they want, exactly where they want it. Son of a bitch! Wait, where does it say that? In super, super small text below the letter. I don't see super, super small text. Am I blind? Right under where it says sincerely 05-redacted. There's nothing... Maybe it's my screen, but there's nothing there on my end. I don't uh, see... I, oh! I, oh! If you if you do a blue... Like, if you... I, I You actually have to go really close in, but... Okay, you know... you Like, if you try to... Uh, Highlight it, you'll see just, that it highlights this I, little blue line. I literally just copied it and pasted it into the call chat. Hi, hon. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see it now. <laughs> so, wow. Wow. Jeez. My question is, though, why? I think... Okay. Remember how these people were saved by a satanic sex from a satanic sex cult? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Maybe that cult was essentially before SC, the SCP Foundation got involved, doing their own procedure one ten Montauks. Okay. Um. Because uh, I'm really trying to understand this. Let's not. Let's get try and figure out this because I don't get it at all. Um, Maybe the addendums will help clear things up? Maybe. We, we uh, no, re- reading, reading through them, it doesn't seem like it really offers any new information. Hmm. This thing, it, it, this SCP is a Keter. So we can assume that whatever SCP it gives birth to, there's casualty reports for them that are not listed here. Mm-hmm. But, um... We still don't know what the event is, either, that what happens, but what, the casualties are big enough that they're like, no, this could be an end-of-the-world scenario if this ca- gets carried out. Yeah. I, I, st- I, I am willing to believe that, but I still don't understand this story at all. Okay. I, fe- I feel like maybe, maybe it's just because I've only read it once, and maybe it's because I don't understand the SCP Foundation as in-depth as some people do, but I feel like there is... It, it could do a little bit with more telling. Um, Doing more Googling. Um, 
part of part of SCP's two thirty one's containment is mental scarring. Um. Bleh. Okay. Like they have to mentally scar. They have to mentally scar the two thirty one dash seven. Apparently. Okay. Let's finish. Let's, let's reading. close it. Let's close it out. Uh. Addendum two thirty one. Oh. Okay. So, sorry, I, I just looked something up. Someone says that, like, it's believed that these seven women were supposed to be, is believed to be, like, the, um, basically the Antichrist. Right. Or, like, the women of bearing the Antichrist. And the reason that they're applying Project Montauk, which I think you're, they, they, a lot of people agree it's, like, brutal rape, is for the purpose of mentally scarring her. Okay, let's keep reading. Uh, 231-07's emotional response. This is addendum 231-C. Update. Emotional response to procedure 110 Montauk appears to be reduced recently despite proper execution of said procedure. Increasing danger of SCP uh, double-digit undergoing a redacted event. Two options have been proposed. Uh, Do you mind if I just take the whole addendum? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Okay. One, development of a new containment procedure with higher emotional response than Procedure 110 Montauk. What the fuck? Two, administration of a Class A amnesiac on SCP-231-7, allowing for a return to base emotional response state. Said memory modification is to be administered during execution of Procedure 110 Montauk to maintain heightened emotional state following memory reset. Please advise Dr. Redacted. Okay, so they erased her. She needs to have a response to 110 Montauk. She has to have a traumatic response to 110 Montauk, but apparently she's getting used to it because it's being done to her so much, so they gave her an amnesiac that reset her memory, so, God. <laughs> That's screwed up. Yeah, I, okay, that, all of that I'm perfectly willing to accept and everything. I just don't understand why. Yeah, that's that's the why. Okay, why is this the procedure that prevents SCP double digit from being born or whatever, or from reaching a state where it can uh, achieve ex- whatever the event is? It's it's the Antichrist. So why why is that preventing it? Well, why why maybe it's something obvious that we're not seeing, but I just don't get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's I power mean, through this. Yeah, yeah, okay. just, yeah, I agree. Uh, addendum 231D, decision, carry out option two with the first available opportunity. Addendum 231E, aftermath, option two was carried out. SCP-2317's emotional state returned to 100% uh, efficacy. Dr. Blank subsequently committed suicide due to heightened emotional stress. Will continue analysis of efficacy of treatment, Dr. Blank. Understandable. Uh, addendum... 231-F continued analysis of efficiency of a treatment. Uh, after some analysis, I have determined that it is not necessary to perform memory modification every time procedure 110 Montauk is carried out. In fact, it is better to delay for some time to re-administer, 
before re-administering the agent um, analysis of subject 231-7's emotional response indicates that the efficacy of procedure 110 Montauk seems to peak between the third and fourth performance of the procedure. The dread of anticipation of events seems to heighten emotional response for a time. Holy shit. I feel before gross. Famili- yeah, before familiarity with the procedures begin to lessen the efficacy of the treatment, my recommendation is that class A amnesiacs be administered once a week during procedure 110 Montauk. The calendar has been modified accordingly. Doctor redacted. I don't know Early. if I can. I don't know if I can include this one anymore, you guys. Um, well, like, here's here's the end thing. Here's the thing. It's important to remember that the point of creepypasta is to shock and horrify and unnerve. And a lot of the times, the shock part is abused, and it becomes something that you're dull to. Um, when you treat this kind of subject matter willy-nilly, then you're not giving it um, the severity that its real-life counterpart has. Mm-hmm. The fact that we all feel gross reading this means that the story is accomplishing its goal. This story is supposed to make us feel this way. Uh, this is not a happy story. And if no. you're not in a happy place, you probably shouldn't be reading this, um, and you should probably avoid creepypasta altogether. Um, but this is something that is designed to make us more human. The fact that you feel gross by reading this uh, is the same reason that you feel scared when you read a horror story. This has a intent, and it's successful in its intent of making you feel gross. I just have the question of why. I'm I'm still I'm with you there about that. That I. I, did, I don't know if we missed something, if it was glaring, but the why could be spelled out a little better. But, I mean, just, oh, fuck. Hmm. Let's, let's leave this one now. Uh, Jen, Jen, actually, Jen, Jenny, Jennifer, Jenny, um, Why? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it worked. It succeeded in making us all just, like, really, really genuinely uncomfortable. And probably a lot of people listening to this, too. So, um, but um, maybe you can tell us why? Because I don't want to, I don't really want to deal with this one. Yeah, we'll put, up, we'll put up a disclaimer. No, there's going to yeah. be, there is definitely going to be a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. And I skip to Mark if you want to avoid uh, touchy subjects because, as much as sometimes I think trigger warnings are a little bit ridiculous, this is really. I, th- I think it's justified. In it's this justified instance. here because this is really, really, really fucking sensitive subject matter. But a lot of the times it's trigger warnings for trivial stuff. This is actually treating the serious subject matter subject matter as serious subject matter. Right. And then, but you should have a choice to know about that before you stumble yes. into it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, can can we please move on to mine because it is so much happier. Yes. I promise you guys, it is so much happier. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a good thing we started with uh, SCP-682 because SCP-999 does have a correlation with that one, 
and uh, is uh, uh, well. Let's let's just go to it. It should be linked there. Um, All right. Bring bring the gentle, kind, and snorting SCP with you, Kayla, as we delve into this one. She's here with me. Okay. SCP. SCP. Oh, go ahead. Nine nine nine. Well. Yeah, go. SCP nine ninety nine. Object class safe. Special containment procedures SCP-999 is allowed to freely roam the facility should it desire to, but otherwise must stay in its pen. Subject is not allowed out of its pen at night or off facility grounds at any time. Pen is being held uh, is being kept clean and food replaced twice daily. All personnel are allowed inside SCP-999's holding cell, but only if they are not assigned to other tasks at the time or if they are on break. Subject is to be played with when bored and spoken to in a calm, non-threatening tone. Description. SCP-999 appears to be a large, amorphous, gelatinous mass of translucent orange slime, weighing about 54 kilograms, 120 pounds, with a consistency similar to that of peanut butter. (laughs) Subject size and shape can can constantly change, Though most of the time its form is its form is the size of a large beanbag chair. This is so cute. Composition of SCP-999 is oil-based, but consists of a substance unknown to modern science. Other than a thin, transparent membrane surrounding the orange mass, subject appears to have no organs to speak of. Subject's temperament is best described as playful and dog-like. When approached, SCP-999 will react with overwhelming elation slithering over to the nearest person and leaping upon them, hugging them with a pair of pseudopods while nuzzling the person's face with a third pseudopod, all the while emitting high-pitched gurgling and cooing noises. The surface of SCP-999 emits a pleasing odor that differs with whomever is interacting with. Recorded scents include chocolate, fresh laundry, bacon, roses, and Play-Doh. That is so cute. I love that. I love that Play-Doh has the trademark on it. <laughs> That's true. It does. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is owned by Hasbro, so... Simply touching SCP's 999's surface causes an immediate eufor- euphoria, which intensifies the longer one is exposed to SCP-999. Less- and lasts long after separation from the creature. Subject's favorite activity is tickle wrestling, often... By completely enveloping a person from the neck down, tickling them until asked to stop. Though it does not always comply with this request. So that's the most dangerous thing it will do, because no one likes to be held down and tickled for long, if at all. Yeah, I've read this hentai. While the creature (laughs) will interact with anyone, it seems to have a special interest in those who are unhappy or hurt in any way. People suffering from crippling depression, after interacting with SCP-999, have returned completely cured with a very positive outlook on life. The possibility of marketing SCP-999 slime as an antidepressant has been discussed. This is... We need this. We really... Yeah. yeah. Right now. Not everyone. Fuck all of you. Anyone who has <laughs> listened to this entire podcast needs this right now. Yeah. This, I, I want this, this SCP. It sounds so adorable. Not as adorable as you, Gracie, but yes. So, uh, what I want to know... Oh, wait, oh, never mind. In, I'll, I'll save that to you. In a, 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, this isn't me. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. In addition to its playful behavior, SCP-999 seems to love all animals, especially humans, refusing to eat any meat and even risking its own life to save others, even leaping in front of a person to take a bullet fired at them. Subject's intellect is still up for debate. Though its behavior is infantile, it seems to understand human speech and most modern technology, including guns. The creature's diet consists entirely of candy and sweets, with M&M's, TM, and Neko, TM, wafers, being its favorites. Its eating methods are similar to those of an amoeba. (laughs) This thing is literally made of sunshine and lollipops, you guys. Basically. Addendum SCP-999-A. <laughs> this is this is why I was so happy we were reading this one, because this moment is so great. Oh, yeah. The following is a report from an experiment in which SCP-682 is apo- exposed to SCP-999 in the hopes <laughs> that it will curb the creature's <laughs> omnicidal rage. Omnicidal. So this, this, this is... 999 interacting with the first SCP we read about tonight, the uh, lizard who hates all life. And is extremely hard to kill. Yes. So. So. Who wants to be 999? Who wants to be 682? Well, 999 only makes noises. Put, uh, I think, I think Gracie has to be 999. Aw, but she's sleeping. Oh, that's okay. Okay. SCP-999 is released into SCP-682's containment area. SCP-999 immediately slithers toward SCP-682. Elated gurgles. Who wants to be 682? What is this? SCP-999 moves in front of SCP-682, jumping up and down in a dog-like manner while calling out in a high-pitched squealing noise. (laughs) Disgusting. SCP-682 immediately steps on SCP-999, completely flattening SCP-999. Observers were about to abort the experiment when SCP-682 started talking again. What is this? Mm-hmm. I feel tingly inside. SCP-999 can be seen crawling up from between SCP-682's toes, up along its side and around its neck, where it clings on and begins gently nuzzling with its pseudopod. A wide grin slowly spreads across SCP-682's face. <laughs> I feel so happy. Happy. Laughs. Happy, happy. <laughs> SCP-682 repeats the word happy for several minutes, laughing occasionally before escalating into non-stop laughter. As laughter continues, SCP-682 rolls around on its back, slamming its tail upon the floor with dangerous force. Bellowing laughter, stop, no tickling, laughing, <laughs> continues laughing. So, like, you know, this is, I don't know how people can get the criticism of, like, Six A two is overpowered when they have this moment in here, which is fucking ridiculous, mm-hmm. and yeah. just like undercuts all of the omnicidal rage. Having read this one before, this is uh, one of this addendum is one of the reasons that SCP nine eighty nine is one of my favorite SCPs. 
SCP-682 and SCP-999 continue the tickle fight until SCP-682 finally wears down and appears to fall asleep with what would appear to be a smile on its face. After 15 minutes with no activity, two D-Class personnel enter the room to retrieve SCP-999. When 999 is removed, SCP-682 immediately wakes up and unleashes an unidentifiable wave of energy from its body, all the while laughing maniacally. I'll let someone else take this. Okay. Uh, Actually, Kayla would be next. All persons within the wave's range collapse in crippling fits of laughter, allowing SCP-682 to escape and slaughter all its staff. Meanwhile, SCP-999 quickly rescues as many persons as it can, taking them to a safe place to recover from 682's laughter wave, while agents suppress and recontain 682. Despite the tragedy that SCP-682 had brought upon the facility, SCP-999 has not shown any fear towards the creature and, in fact, has made gestures suggesting it wants to play with SCP-682 again. SCP-682, however, has stated that that feculent little snot while I can get expunged and die. <laughs> memo, from, memo from Dr. Redacted. While the test was unsuccessful and ended in tragedy, that had to be the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I never thought I'd see a day I would regard SCP-682 as cute. Please send me a copy of the security tapes ASAP. <laughs> no. not, not because we want to study it or anything but that's the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard I, I've really wanted to see 682 Senpai as Kawhi Des okay I'm glad we ended on that that was good I want can, can, um, I was going to say um, I well I don't think Slime Beast is related to SCP-999 but maybe they're like distant cousins or something because, I can believe that yeah but yeah, this is a good one, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And like the, I feel like I feel like I have to always pull out the. I feel like this is now going to be a tradition. I'm going to pull the last SCP out, and it's always the one we read. It's going to somehow redeem everything. Um, but I love. Oh, and by the way, the the official name for this entry is the Tickle Monster. That's a cute name. Oh, damn! This this SCP is just so damn cute. Now you're sure the thing that you have with you, that dog, that pig dog thing, is not the tickle monster in, in another form. Oh no, it's object class is safe. Okay, well I'm glad you determined that. Um, so that's fair. Um, so, I mean, yeah, this has been a whole weird slew of foundation entries, huh? Roller coaster of emotions. Jeez. Yeah, no kidding. Um, what do you say we call it here? Uh, maybe quit the facility for now, but we can come back later and see uh, what other sort of data we can expunge. I mean, extract. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Okay. Uh, I might come back on my own and investigate as well. So the day that this goes up, there should be a dead serious about an SCP as well. Probably giddy up 409. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'll probably be going back to do stuff for the, the, the foundation on my own time because I, I, I don't work for it. Not that maybe. Okay. 
You're a rad liar. <laughs> oh, I'm a horrible liar. Are you kidding me? This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.